0: Right. Good afternoon, everyone.
1: Afternoon.
0: We are all welcome to Crawley Community Church Carol Service, um, along with Copthorne Silver Band this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'd love to encourage you this afternoon to sing along with all the carols, and we'll also be listening to some readings um, from the Bible talking about the arrival of Jesus.
2: Right. So as you entered the hall today, um, each... Child should have received a leaflet, pencil, and a finger torch. Um, So, yes, if you just want to shine your torches. Brilliant. Thank you very much. So, yes, so um, please hold on to that. And kids, um, please join in with the carols that we'll be singing so you're not completely left out. But also, as well, parents... um, Oh, quite loud. Um, The screen at various points will show pictures, which will actually help the children answer some of the questions on their sheets lovely.
0: So, to start, if we can stand together to sing our very first carol, O Come All Ye Faithful. <laughs>
3: Verses 6 and 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Please stand and sing your hearts out.
4: Second reading, chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be.
2: Um, Our next carol is The Angel Gabriel From Heaven Came, which is all about the angel Gabriel's visit to Mary. So let us all stand together.
5: Please stand together so we can all sing a well-known carol away in a manger. (laughs)
6: Our next reading is about the shepherds in the fields. It is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks. At night, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I'll bring you good news that will cause great joy Peace to those on whom on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who is lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning. What had been told to them and about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which was just what they had been told. Our next cow is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. All about the good news of Jesus.
7: tells us about the arrival of the three kings, and I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 2, 2, verse 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means... Least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be like a shepherd for my is, for people from my Israel. Then Herod called out a secret magi secretly and found out the exact time they first they first saw the start and when it had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, "Go search carefully." For the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so, that, so, may, so I can go worship him too. After they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped at the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming, on coming to the house, they saw the child. With his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in the dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by a different route. Thank you.
0: Our next carol is about the gifts the kings gave to Jesus. Let us stand as we sing We Three Kings.
8: Well, good afternoon. Uh, May I welcome you as well? My name's Steve. I'm part of the team that leads here at Crawley Community Church, and I hope you're really enjoying our big carol service this afternoon. Uh, I'm just going to speak for a few short minutes. Kids, if you're doing your sheets, I gather there are prizes and there's like sugar and sweets and things, so you might want to keep going with that, or grown-ups, if you want to help and demand a tax from your children, you can do that as well. Um, you 're so welcome with us, and, and for those who are with us online as well, there are always people online with us you 're welcome uh, as well. I, I just want to tell you today that I love Christmas. Um, I, I, love, I love all the Christmas music we, in our house we won 't have anything from until December the first, but once we get to December the first then it 's fair game. Everything gets played all the time, every kind of Christmas. Playlist. I, I love the Christmas music. I, I love the Silver Band today. You guys are amazing. Wow. How about that? <laughs> I'm, uh, and, and I and I choir as well. Of course, they're amazing too. I'm just. Uh, I'm just going to have a word afterwards, see if I can book them for my Christmas dinner on, on the 25th. I, I don't know if you guys are, are free. I can find room in the corner. Um, we'll see. Oh, we'll feed you. That's fine. Yeah, we, we, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, no problem. Um, I love Christmas. I love the music. I love the band. I, lo- I, love, it. I love it when you come downstairs on a, on a December morning and the smell of the Christmas tree. Uh, I love the nice food and the treats we buy. We kind of put in the trolley two, three weeks before Christmas. Ready to enjoy it when we all finish for Christmas, only to find that we've eaten most of it already before we get there. Uh, Unless you were in our house last year where Kaz thought, I'm going to avoid that by hiding it away somewhere so we don't touch it. But then we couldn't remember where we put it. And we found it in February. I love Christmas and the treats. I I love... uh, since our kids were tiny, we've, we've been to the cinema Christmas Eve. I love the cinema Christmas trip, even though they're now all grown up. I love Christmas Day around the table with my friends of the silver band uh, and, and the choir um, and anyone else that's coming. I, I, lo- I love the, the memories. Uh, we, we remember people who are not with us anymore. Uh, I love the old jokes. I, I, love, I love sprouts on my Christmas dinner plate. I just love, I love a pile of sprouts. Uh, yeah, that's good. So, some division there. I love my paper hat out of the cracker that I wear until I get into bed and hear it crinkling on my, on my pillow. I, I, love, I love Christmas. I love the next few days when we get to do this kind of mad run around seeing friends and, and family. Most importantly for us today, listen, whether you're looking forward to Christmas or whether for some of you Christmas is going to be a struggle this year, We can love Christmas Day because it celebrates, as we've been singing about and hearing about in the readings, it celebrates the birth of the Saviour, Jesus Christ. Um, We we heard earlier, I think, read the prophecy from Isaiah, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And and in the other Gospels that we've heard read, and in the words of the carols that we've been been singing, we find that this promised Saviour that was spoken about has arrived. And he's arrived for us. We've called this carol service, Tis the Reason. And um, I've got one big Tis the Reason uh, for us to love Christmas. And that is because the Saviour has come to us. And because I've got one big Tis the Reason, I've got three small Tis the Reasons for you as well. And uh, why Christmas is good news for all of us. I think Slade were right when they sang many years ago, I wish it could be Christmas every day. We, we don't kind of wish it could be Christmas every day. You guys would be exhausted for a start. Um, but the good news of Christmas can be true for us every day. Maybe that's what Slade meant when they wrote that old song, but I suspect not. The, the, the three reasons I'm going to give you for Christmas, they may not be words that you connect immediately with the kind of happiness of Christmas, but they're really important words for us. So here's tis the reason number one. Uh, Tis the reason number one is the word sacrifice. Listen, when you think of the the baby in the manger this Christmas, I just want you to remind yourselves that this baby Jesus came to do one thing. The Bible says he came to give himself up for us. He came to die for us. We've just sung a, a, a really sad and difficult verse about that in the song We Three Kings. I forgot that verse was there. He came to die for us. Um, leading to that ultimate sacrifice of giving up his life. We find the life of Jesus uh, will be marked by sacrifice all the way through. Uh, later on in the Scriptures in Philippians, the Apostle Paul says of Jesus that he took on the very nature of a servant. He came to serve us, to lay down his lives, his life for us. It says he was made in human likeness and being found as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. So I just want us to think of this newborn infant but coming to give up his life for us later on a Roman cross. The big question, of course, is why would Jesus, the saviour of the world, live and die in this sacrificial way? Well, the simple answer is, and it's true, because he loves us. Because he loves us. There's no other way. He's compelled by his love. It's really good news for us if we need a saviour. It's really good news for us if you're struggling this Christmas, if you're suffering, if you're grieving... If you're alone this Christmas, we have a saviour who knows, who cares. One like us, one who suffered like us, suffers with us. One who suffered for us. The Bible says, one of the most famous verses in the Bible, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him, whoever believes in him, that includes you and me, that we won't perish, but have everlasting life. Later on in the Bible, in Romans, it says, but God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we are still sinners, Christ died for us. So reason one, tis the reason, is sacrifice. Reason two is honesty. Honestly, I think we like to pretend that we're doing okay in life. I don't know about you, um, but I like to kind of maintain that, that kind of outer sense of having it all together. The Christmas story challenges and confronts this delusion that we have. That we're kind of doing okay, really. That spiritually, inside, in the kind of inner you, that we're really doing okay. That we can really manage our struggles, or to use a Bible word, our sin problem. And we can dress it up, and we can pretend. uh, And you could do your Insta or TikTok videos with your matching Christmas PJs. And the world can think that you're doing just fine. But honestly, um, if we're doing spiritually okay with God, or if we could manage the problem of our sin for ourselves then we don't need a saviour and we don't need rescuing. And we could probably tear these words out of our New Testament. We don't need the Christmas story. We don't need the Christmas carols. The band can play Slade songs and all the rest at Christmas. So we just want to be honest this Christmas. We read that Jesus humbled himself, gave himself for us. He came to rescue us. And the Bible tells us that when we put down um, our pride, our self-sufficiency, when we respond to God with words like humility and honesty, in repentance, the Bible says that God always lifts us up. Um, we, uh, have we sung it yet or are we going to sing it in a moment? Um, our little town of Bethlehem. Is that on the, on the list? It's not on the list. How's that not on the list? Ah, <laughs> oh, We'll sing it before Christmas. I love the line in our little town where meek souls... Will receive him, still the dear Christ enters in. We don't use the word meek very often in our modern English, but it means the lowly, the bowed down, the repentant, those who realize that I haven't, but God has. And honestly, God initiated this radical act of love because we're such a mess inside, because we are so terribly broken. His heart is for us, He's so full of love for us. And even though we want to live life in our own way, He still came to rescue us. So I'm just asking us to be honest this Christmas about what the story shows up about our own hearts and our own condition. We need this saviour. Sacrifice, honesty and finally I've got two words for tis the reason number three. Power and love. I wonder what could be more glorious than the power and the love of God in the Christmas story. We've got angels, we've got dreams, we've got miracles, we've got a virgin birth ladies and gentlemen, we've got prophets of old, we've got kings and wise men and stars and animals lowing around a measure. We've probably got epic beards. We've got everything we need for an amazing kind of uh, Christmas story. And if you look back in the big story of the Bible, centuries earlier, Adam and Eve had separated themselves from God in their, in their rebellion, in their sin. And God promised from that moment... That he would never give up on making everything right between human beings and himself. Once and for all, the Bible says he'll do that. And so this big story of the Bible shows us for thousands of years, God never forgot his promise. He never turned away from it. He never got weary or tired of it. He would not be distracted. He made this promise and he ordered the events of history, his story, if you like. The large events and the small events. He got his people ready. So that at just the right moments, Jesus Christ would come and do everything that God had promised. I don't know about you, when our kids were little, we used to struggle just to get out of the door on time for church with our kids wearing the right shoes on the right feet, all that kind of stuff. I don't know how God in his wisdom, would all the power he would need to order world events and situations and locations and relationships to guarantee what the Bible says, that at just the right time, Jesus Christ would appear. Wow. And think of the love that motivates God to act in that way. I'm just here to tell you this Christmas time, God has all the power and he has all the love. So we've got three, tis the reasons for the season this Christmas. Sacrifice, honesty and power and love. I, I don't know what, what your favourite Christmas songs are that get in the, in the charts It depends what mood I'm in. Uh, I still love a bit of Wham. I know some of you will be trying to avoid, what is it, Whamageddon? You're trying to avoid hearing last Christmas. I've mentioned it, sorry, if you're even trying to avoid mention of it. But one of my kind of left field ones, December 1994, I don't even think it was number one at Christmas. I think it was number one just a couple of weeks before. Frankie Goes to Hollywood, The Power of Love. What a a great and weird song. But I, I love the chorus. Let me finish here. The power of love, a force from above, cleaning my soul. We've got sacrifice, honesty and the, the power and the love of God expressed imperfectly and clumsily in a Frankie Goes to Hollywood song but expressed perfectly in the person and work of Jesus Christ given for us because we needed a saviour. We needed cleaning from the inside out. So I, I just want to encourage you today over your Christmas, whatever it looks like, where you're living and staying. I hope you get to enjoy some gifts. I hope you get a big plate full of sprouts like me. Um, I hope you get to spend time with, with loved ones that you care about. I hope as well we get to remember uh, and pray for those that are struggling, those that will be alone, those that are bereaved, uh, the sick. We've got refugees amongst us in our community. But let's also remind ourselves to be honest. Whatever our circumstances in life, however right it might look on the outside, we need uh, saving. We need this Jesus who's come as a sacrifice for us. We need to remember God has a glorious plan to bring us into relationship with him because of his faithful love for us. Thanks for listening. I'm just going to pray and you could join me in that if you'd like to. Excuse me. Lord Jesus, we thank you that this Christmas you know and care about each one of us. You know about all the intricacies of our lives. You know the big stuff and the small stuff. Lord, our hearts are torn by the, the big stuff and the world events that we we just see on the news day after day at the moment, even as we're singing songs and carols tonight that are located in in, in Israel and Palestine, we do pray for peace there. We pray you would change hearts. We pray you protect the weak and the vulnerable and that you would stop terror and hostility. In your power and your love, we ask you to end the terror on both sides. We ask this in the name of the Prince of Peace today. And we thank you, God, that you care about the the small parts. You you care about our lives, uh, our hearts, my hearts, And Lord, we just humble ourselves before you this afternoon. We honestly acknowledge our need for you as our saviour. I pray that each one here would make room for you and for your love and your leadership where meek souls will receive him. Still the dear Christ enters in. May every heart here, every home represented here know the peace and the love of God that is ours in Christ Jesus this Christmas time. Amen. Amen. Just to let you know, when when you go out in a few minutes, um, there'll be a collection for our harvest pledges. Um, Don't worry, the harvest pledges aren't just for harvest time. Uh, It's the title that is given for our work uh, with those that are struggling, our social action projects, our work with refugees that runs throughout the year. So your giving supports our warm spaces here at the community centre that we run as a church, our community freezer meals that go out with the food bank, uh, food packets, um, our work serving refugees, the migrant communities, and our partnerships with others around the town, other charities and churches that do that as well. So feel free to give generously as you head down to the cafe and the kids' craft areas. You can give by cash, I think, into the basket. So if you want to um, do a bank transfer, just hop onto our website, uh lovecrawley.co.uk, and you can see how to give uh, on there as well. Hey, in a moment, uh, I think I think we're going to have another reading and another carol. But my, if you're thinking, what do I do about these the, these tis the reasons that you've shared with me? Uh, well, my friends Aaron and Debbie are going to jump up in a mo and tell you how you can take some next steps. Uh, but I just want to tell you, you're wel- welcome to find us here any Sunday uh, through the year, kids, teens, adults, for any who want to learn more about walking with our Saviour Jesus. We're here. To walk with you. Thank you for listening. And uh, where's the amazing Mr. Bradley? Are you next?
9: <laughs> haven't read yet. Haven't read yet. <laughs> okay. The last reading today is all about Jesus, who in this passage is called the words. It's from the book of John, chapter one, verses one to fourteen. In the beginning was the words. Yet to all who did receive him, receive him: to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made him dwelling, made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Please stand for our, last, for our next carol, in, Once in a Royal David City, that tells us the whole story of Jesus' birth.
3: So good afternoon, everyone. Uh, We are Aaron and Debbie, and we help lead the Alpha course here at Crawley Community Church. And we would really love to spend some time with you in the new year, just really exploring life's big questions. You know, if you ever wondered, does God really exist? Perhaps you'd like to have a look and explore the evidence. Or perhaps you've been wondering, is there really more to life than this? If so, then we would love for you to come on our next Alpha starting on Wednesday the 24th of January at 7.30pm and it will be run on Zoom.
6: So each week we watch a short video exploring one of of life's big questions and then afterwards there's time for discussion which you can ask as many or as little questions as you like and we promise that we'll be finished by no later than 9pm. You can sign up for the course. Uh, by using the QR code above or our website, lovecrawley.co.uk forward slash alpha. You should also have on your seat one of these flyers. This also gives all of the sign-up information, and we'd love to see you on there. After the service, myself and Debbie will be around, so if anyone's got any questions about the course, please do come and find one of us, and we'd love to see you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Right, so unfortunately we have come to the, nearly we come to the end of the um, carol service. Um, We would like you to stay with us at the end. We've got some refreshments down in the cafe. So there'll be some food and drink for everybody to enjoy. Also in the corridor, um, we've got some tables where there's QR codes for you to get some information about different groups that happen at the church. So that covers youth, um, children and the retired. So there's information for everybody. And also, if there's any children here who helped out with the newspaper, can I see your hands? Any kids? We have some sweets for you. So come and see me afterwards. I'll be over here and we'll, um, we'll give those to you.
2: Yes, um, Do make sure to come before I finish them all. Um, so uh, also as well, uh, before you get to the cafe at the end of the corridor, there we have activity rooms for the children up until the age of 10 so this does disqualify me um so yes so please feel free there'll be things for the kids to get involved with um whilst us old a lot um chill together in a cafe <laughs> i make it sound terrible but it's better than it sounds um so without further ado just wanted to want us wanted us to raise round of applause for the cop silver band Who have been absolutely brilliant. Also to our singers and our readers today. And last, by no means least, to the rest of the team who've been part of the welcome team, those organizing refreshments, kids' craft themes, teams, not themes, teams. Let's give them a mighty, mighty round of applause as well. And now we are going to sing our last hymn, "Joy to the World." Um, and as Vicky mentioned, those of you that worked on the newspaper, please make sure to come and get the sweets from me. Um, I can't speak anything more than ten minutes. So yeah, let's sing our last hymn. <laughs>